What's up, y'all? I'm Krishan Guest. I'm so excited to be back preaching with you guys. I believe that God has something to say to you. So do me a favor. If you do not subscribe to this channel, go ahead and subscribe, like it, and share the word about what Grace Movement is doing. They are on the move. So excited to be bringing forth the word. I believe that God wants to say something to you. And if I had a topic, I would say um, a new thing. We're going to be talking about a new thing, but going beyond your expectation. Uh, I am actually a newlywed, if that's what you want to call it. I'm eight months into marriage. And, you know, they say that this is the honeymoon stage. They say everything is like peaches and cream. But there is a few things that, you know, we're struggling with. And one of those things are movies. You know, we just cannot find the perfect movie that we both like. I mean, she likes romance movies. I don't like romance movies. I don't like kissing. And, like, she's not a typical girl, like, that watches uh, chick flicks. She actually watches shooting. I don't like a lot of shooting either. I just don't like that. I love comedies. I love comedies. Uh, one of my favorite movies is called Coming to America, and that movie was made in 1988. Now, if you look at that movie, it's not the most Christian mu- movie. They're not going to be speaking in the tongues that we speak in. Uh, they speak in other tongues, but it's a good movie. They actually um, just did a sequel Uh, of that movie um, over 30 plus years later. And many people are saying, hey, that movie is not, you know, the same. And it's not going to be the same. Although they have the same creator, the movie is different. The same guy that created Coming to America, um, Eddie Murphy, great guy, but it's a different time. It's a new season for the movie. So we can expect that movie to be the same because it's a different times, a different season. Same person that created different season. Now, we're going to be talking a little bit about that. I want you to turn to your Bibles to Isaiah 43, 18 through 19. And it reads, forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? Do you not see it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. Forget the former things. When we think about this scripture, uh, Jackson, many times we think, okay, don't think about the past. You know, forget about all the mistakes you ever made. The past will be the past. You know, uh, move on to the future. You know, God has great things. And all of that is true. But if we read this in its proper context, I believe that we get a deeper understanding of this. So we're going to back up a little bit off verse 18 and 19. And it reads here. Let's back up. Let's go to verse 16. And 17, and it says, this is what the Lord says, who makes a way in the sea and the path through the raging water, who brings out the chariots and the horses, the armies and the mighty one together. They lay down and they do not rise again. So what are they talking about? They're talking about, you remember the Exodus event when uh, Moses, he, you know, he hits the rod and, you know, the sea comes, he parts the Red Sea and then, you know what? The water dries up, he makes a path, and he drowns Pharaoh's armies. You know that story. And so what what is going on here in Isaiah, the prophet Isaiah is speaking the word of the Lord to the people there in Babylon at the time, and they're in exile. And although they're in exile, they are in a wasteland. They are in the desert. And while they're in the desert, Isaiah is speaking the word of the Lord, saying that God is going to do a new thing. Let me slow down here. See, you got to understand the uh, Judah at this time, what they're thinking is, they're thinking they look to this event that happened 
the exodus of Israel, the children of Israel, they look at that and they say, this is the greatest God could ever do. They commemorate that. But the prophet Isaiah is saying, forget that. Okay, we can remember what the Lord has done. Okay, we can thank him for what he's done in that season. But he's commanding them to look towards the future. For God is not done with them yet. And I want to speak to somebody here that's listening on Grace Movement today. God is not done with you yet. He wants to do something new in your life. He commands them to look towards the future, watch this, with expectation. I want you to start doing that, looking forward to the future, what God is going to do in your life with expectation of a new thing. As long as you're attached to your past, you neglect what God wants to do in your future. You can learn from your yesterday, but I want to encourage you not to live in it. You can learn from what has went in the past and what God has done, but don't stay there because seasons do change. And I'm so excited that God does new things in our life. Morning by morning, it's new things. I don't care what you experienced before. God can do something new in your life. He can work new miracles. He can do things that you have not seen, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, nor has it entered into the heart of man. I'm getting excited. What God wants to do in your life. If you know God wants to do something new, I dare you to take a five-second praise break. Give God praise if you know he's going to do something new in your life. And I get excited, Jackson, over the new stuff. I mean, New things are great. I mean, it's nothing wrong with going to Goodwill and get uh, some old clothes, but it's nothing like new clothes. You know, it's okay to drive a used car. I drive a used car, but it's nothing like a new car. It comes with a smell and all. It's great. We love new stuff. But when we read this verse, I don't want you to get too caught up in the new because I want you to see where God gives the promise. We get so caught up on a new thing, but we forget where he does it. He says right here, indeed, I will make a way in the wilderness. We forget that sometimes it was in a wasteland where God delivers this word to them. It was in a place where there's no fruitfulness, nothing. You can't grow anything. They were in a dry place. And maybe you're saying, Krishan, I'm in a dry place right now. I don't have anything, but I came to tell somebody when you're down to nothing, that's when God is up to something. I want to tell you, if you're in a dry place, in a dry season in your life, I believe that God is working up something. When you can't see it, know that God is near. You know, I, I just love the Lord today because he's working behind the scenes, when I can't see them and I, I'm in a dry place. It's a place of hope, hopefulness. There's no hope. Have you been to the place where you've been crying out? You're in the barren land. I want to talk to some creatives out there. You haven't had any ideas lately. About two months ago, I, I was preaching Jackson. And the Lord told me, he's like, do you need to take a break? And I couldn't get any revelation from the word of the Lord. I said, I need a word from God. And I, I just kept hearing the other things. You know, I was thinking about all the other messages that I preached. And I couldn't get anything new. But God just spoke it to my spirit. Behold. I will do a new thing in your life. And sometimes it's in the desert. Sometimes it's in the wasteland when God will speak a word of the new thing. I want to encourage you that your dry place, the place that you're in right now, it's necessary. Wow. The wasteland is really not a wasteland. 
is necessary for your next. You got to move where God tells you to move. Although it feels uncomfortable, God, I don't know where I'm going. And I just can picture the people of Israel, they're just walking around and they don't understand. They're crying. They're hurt. They're in a wasteland. Nothing is going right for them. They're carrying, they're working, they're sweating. They're crying out for freedom. But God sends a word and he says, I'm getting ready to do a new thing. And maybe you've been in the wasteland. You've been asking God to deliver you. You've been asking God to send you fresh word, fresh insight. But the greatest insight, the greatest revelation comes in the dryness. When you are down to nothing, remember God is up to something. God is up to a new thing. God wants to put rivers in that desert where you've been at. Where the, the desert that you're walking in, God wants to pour out a river of living water. It's the same God. It's a new season. Check this out. So it's the same God that was with Moses is with you all. Same God, but it's a different situation. Check this out. What was the greatest barrier for them in Exodus? What was it? It was water, right? Water was the barrier. But what do they need now? They need water. See, that shows me the same thing that used to be your barrier, God has set it up for your biggest blessing. That same water that hindered them before is the same water that's going to help them. But God said, I don't need Moses this time. I'm going to spring forth rivers. Woo. I'm going to do it in the wasteland. It's the same God. It's a new season. You know, my wife, she gives me a lot of sermon ideas. We're in the store the other day, and the first place I go to, I go to the sweatshirts, and I go to the hoodies, and she goes over to me, and she say, are you out of your mind? It's 90 degrees. You're in South Carolina. It's going to be 100 degrees this summer. Why are you in the sweatshirts? And I said, well, it's a 50% discount on the winter stuff. And, you know, although I'm not in that season yet, I'm preparing because I know that it's going to be a season change. It's not going to be hot forever. It's not going to be a drought forever. I'm making preparations for what's getting ready to come because I know a season change is coming. I don't know when. I don't know how, but I know it won't be like this always. Now, I want to encourage you to get ready for the new. Get ready for the new season. I don't know what that season may be and what it looks like for you, but I want to tell you, it's a new season, and it's coming. It's the same God. God will always be faithful. Seasons change, but God is faithful. No matter what season you are in your life, you got to remember that God is always there. He's always there. I want you to prepare for your next season. It's one thing to say that God can make a way. You know, you worship. I've seen you move. You move the mountains. I believe you do it again. You made a way. It's one thing to say that. But it's another thing to see it. Mm. It's one thing to say God can make a way. It's another thing to see him make a way. And some of us, we have heard these things and we have heard people say this, but we never seen. But I declare over your life, you're getting ready to see the goodness of the Lord and the land of the living. I want to declare that over your life. I don't care how old you are. I don't care how young you are. You have not seen the best of God yet. So if you think you've seen the best, if you're still living, just keep on living because God will always prove himself to be God. He's God. He's God. He's God. And he will always 
be God. Now, let's go back into our scripture because this, this scripture is really good. And, and I think about something that Jackson tells me all the time. He says, if you can't preach this passage, then you can't preach. And I love this, Isaiah uh, 19. It, it says, look, I am about to do something new. I like that. Let's, let's stop right there. It says, look, I am. That's the authority of God. Don't you ever forget for a moment that it is God that does the things in your life. It's God that brings new things in your life. It is not us. See, he worked through Moses. Now, God wants to work through us and in us for his good pleasure. But it's God who is doing it. It is not us. It is not Krishan. It is not Jackson Canty. It is not any other preacher out there. But it's God that's working in us, and God is working in you. God wants to work in you. He says, I am about to do something new. And this time, I'm not going to use Moses. I'm going to, what? Spring forth. I'm going to spring forth. I'm going to make a way. Anybody in here know that Jesus is a way maker? When you can't find a way, God has already made a way. He's making a way in the wilderness. Check this out. This is a revelation I got. I was reading another uh, translation of this, and, and Abigail is going to blow your mind. It says that God is making a highway. And when I was thinking about this, I got excited because a highway, you get somewhere faster than you could on the normal road. He says he's making a highway for you. I speak the spirit of acceleration over your life, over your ministry, over your business. Get ready ready for acceleration. God is making a highway into where? Wilderness. Woo! In the dry place. Don't despise the dry season. Don't despise the desert because God is going to spring forth living water and he's going to change some things in your life. Things are always changing and we know this because the world that we're living in, presidents change and Sicknesses change, diagnosis change, but guess what? God does not change. He is faithful until the end. God is constantly doing new things. Not only did God speak to Isaiah, catch this, about springing forth a new thing, but scholars say, Jackson, that Isaiah is the prophet that spoke the most of the coming of a new thing. He says, Emmanuel, whoo, God is with us. And this thing that is coming, the new thing that is coming is greater than anything else because the new thing that's coming is the same God that lays hands on the sick. The same Jesus, come on, that, that opens the blinded eyes. That's a new thing. We never seen that before. We never seen nobody work on the Sabbath and say, go to the pool and the man comes out healed. He, we never seen that before. And guess what? You have not seen some things that God is going to do in your life. God is doing a new thing. I don't care how old you are. And, and you know, when I just started ministry, I heard a family member say to me, I said, I started ministry. I was excited. I said, okay, I'm going to church. I said, are you going to church? And that family member said, I don't need church. I've already been through that. It was so disappointing because that lets me know that like, you, you mean to tell me that I got to this point of ministry and I'm just going to burn out and I'm never going to see God only in my young days? No, no, no. You're going to see God for the rest of your life. If you're not dead, God's not done. I don't care how old you are. 
God still wants to work a miracle. I don't care how long you've been in that business. I don't care how long you've been in that relationship. God can still do a new thing in your marriage. God can still do a new thing in your business. God can do a new thing in your friendship. I don't care how long it's been. God can do a new thing. And guess what? You can never graduate the blessings of God. You can never graduate what he can do for you. You can't say, okay, I'm at this level. I'm at a peak because when you think you're at the peak, God can do a new thing in your life and he can do something greater than you can ever think or imagine. Maybe you're an empty nester and you're watching me and you're like, okay, my kids are gone and I don't have anybody in the house. My ministry is done. No, ma'am, your ministry is not done. It's just the beginning. Your assignment is not done. God has a new thing. He's going to do a new thing and you'll never see the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging for bread because God is going to work on you. He that has begun a great work in you, he shall bring it to what? Completion unto the day of Jesus. Christ and to you die God has things for you so if you're still breathing get up and get ready for the new things of God stand in expectation and, and when I'm in expectation I'm not really expecting because I don't know what to expect because I know God is going to go beyond what I can expect or I can imagine I want to talk to a pastor or somebody. What do you call it, Jackson? Arise. I want to talk to somebody, a young minister, and that you say, I'm out of juice. I'm out of this. I'm done with ministry. But God wants to do a new thing. I don't care how old your ministry is. I don't care how long you have been doing. I speak over your life revelation. I speak over your life a fresh word. And when you think that God is done with you, I want you to go back and I want you to read Isaiah 43, 18 and 19. Forget the former things. I am doing a new thing. And that's the Bible in context. He's saying, I am doing a new thing. And oftentimes what is the greatest barrier is stuff that God has already done. Because we cling to what he does already. Okay, he did that back in 1960. You know, he had a revival then. He did that, but God is done moving. No, he's not. He's not done with us. He's not done with the church today. It's just the beginning because God is doing a new thing. We're in a new world of technology now, and God can get the gospel to whoever he wants. He wants to use you. He wants to do a new thing in you, and you can't get with that because you're so attached to the old move of God. But God is bringing forth a new move of God, a new revival, something new in your life. So stop thinking about what God has already done because that's hindering what he's trying to do do right now. You cannot let that be a barrier for what God is trying to do. Remember, you can thank God for what he's done in the past, but don't get stuck in the past. It's one thing to say, okay, God has done this before and I'm thanking him, but don't get stuck in it. And and maybe you're stuck in it right now, but I want to pray over you. And I don't know, maybe you're not even a believer and you're watching. You say, can God do a new thing in me, yes, he can. He can do a new thing. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. I feel the new thing coming over your life right now. I speak new things over you. And the same stuff you used to do, places you used to go, guess what? God has given you a new start. I, I feel that so strong in your life, Grace Movement, that new starts are going to be the norm over this ministry, over your church, over your neighborhood. I just speak new. And God It's going to spring forth it. And I like this, Jackson. I love it. It says, even now it's coming. Check that out. Verse 19. Look, I'm about to do a new thing. 
even now. I don't know what your even now is. Even now, when you are addicted in your addiction, God can bring a new thing. Even now, in your sorrow, in your pain, in your grief, even now, it's coming. I can't see it right now. But when you cannot see it, God is working. Even when I can't feel it, I don't feel the presence of God, but that's teaching me faith. Because faith, faith, faith is the substance for those things hoped for and the evidence of those things, what? Not seen. I can't see it. That's why the Bible tells us to walk by faith and not by sight. I don't walk based on what I can see. I don't see the new thing. What do I see? I see a wasteland. I see a desert. But when I don't see God, he's, mer- he's working. When I don't feel him, he's working. And he never, watch this, stops. He never stops working. And I want to pray for you in your life right now. I don't know what wasteland you're in, a season of fruitfulness. Nothing's growing. Every seed you plant is coming back void. But I want to pray for you right now that you will experience the new things. Jesus, I thank you for your word today. I thank you for who you are. I thank you for the new thing that springs forth now over your son, over your daughter that feels alone, that feels like giving up and say, I can't do it anymore. But God, let them know that even now it's coming. And God, let us know that our latter years will be greater than our former. We thank you now. We worship you for a brand new start, a new day, a new season. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Hey, I hope you enjoyed today's message. Well, there's a couple things I'm gonna ask you to do before you go. First, you can give. You can partner with us on a financial level at gracemovement.online. And when you partner with us, you help us get the good news and the gospel out um, so we can continue doing what God has called us to do and impact lives for the kingdom. Another thing you can do is share. Share the message. You can uh, text it to a friend, a family member. Um, You can put it on your social media and help us expand the kingdom that way. Finally, make sure you are subscribed so you don't miss any of our content that we put out to build your faith, challenge, and inspire you. Well, I love you so much. Thank you.